in, in Henderson. And then um, a lot of bad stuff happened to me, man. Like a lot. Yeah. Like a fucking lot. Like yeah. a lot of trauma. Right. Rape. No, I, Rape. Shit really? like that. Yeah. Oh, I was shit. all, I got all fucked up. Yeah. Heavy metal dudes. Yeah. You know, I was a kid, man. Yeah. And I was like ostracized for it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you get molested and then they go and tell everybody. Yeah. And fucking. So then the whole neighborhood, even the police, like, like when I say police, I mean, people that lived in a house that would work for the police force within that neighborhood. So the whole neighborhood knew nobody did shit. It yeah. Was, they laughed at me, like blame me. Like it was crazy shit. how old shit. were you for this? Seven. You were seven. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to Leaving the Tribe, a podcast about people who left a uh, ideology, group, religion, etc. Uh, I'm Tom Goss, I'm the host. Uh, today's guest is Rich Holland. Uh, follow him at RealRich750 on Twitter and RealRichRadio on Instagram. Um, I'm I, host Tom Goss. Uh, I always forget to say my own name. Um, Rich is super interesting guest. He talks about leaving... Or not even leaving. He talks about gang life, uh, and he was a phenomenal guest. Uh, really, <laughs> it's a crazy episode. Uh, you know, I, I I couldn't I couldn't refocus at certain points. One because uh, Rich's tangents are so damn interesting, and I, I I'm also a tangential thinker. So we we go all over the place, but it's it's we we talk yeah we go into great detail about being in a gang and growing up in an uh unsavory neighborhood which is the <laughs> lightest way i could phrase it in an intro it's a fucking bonkers episode um uh so glad rich was 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 able to do it uh so follow him on t- twitter and instagram um you can follow the show at leaving tribe pod on both Twitter and Instagram, and me at GossGoss6. Want to apologize that I went, you know, I think two weeks without an episode. Scheduling gets tough. I don't have my own rig. I'm trying to figure out those things because uh, I was I was in Chicago and Fresno and Orange County, and I, I didn't have access to uh, podcasting equipment, but I'm figuring all that out so I don't, you know, a chunk where I'm always traveling, I don't miss an episode because I want to keep doing this. And also, when I go on the road, I want to have, you know, people who don't live in Los Angeles or, uh, you know, I want them to be on the podcast, too. Um, so sorry about the uh, the gap uh, in in episodes. Um, I... <sighs> I'm going to have a couple of, of, of dates to plug uh, coming up. Not in this intro. Um, I, I've teased it before. I want to wait till the uh, you know ticket link is up. It's not up yet. But if you are in the Midwest, especially Chicago, and you want to see me record an album, August 17th, save the date. Uh, I've mentioned it before, save the date, August 17th. When the ticket link is up, I will. You, you will know. I'm going to be super annoying about <laughs> giving you guys the intro, but August seventeenth, save the date if you're if you're interested in uh, watching me 
record an album in Chicago. And there will be a couple other places, uh, both in and out of California, uh, where you can come and see me as well, including, oh, sorry, um, on uh, July 17th, I'll be in Santa Cruz at Rosie McCann's, and July 27th, I'll be at the Phil Factory at LA Comedy Club in Las Vegas. So there, there are two dates that you can come and see me that are not in Southern California. Um, other than that, once again, thank you to Rich Holland, a.k.a. Real Rich. Um, phenomenal episode. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps. It helps. If you enjoy the show, you want to support it, boom. That's how you can support it. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, and other than that, uh Give a give a listen to this episode with uh, Rich Holland. I'm making cartoons. Uh huh. Trying to make these cartoons for Adult Swim. Uh huh. And he's making them, and I hit him up like I did the audio. You know what I mean? Right. He's got yeah, me yeah, the yeah. cartoons. And uh, he didn't answer me back, but he just did. I was going to whoop his ass. I already paid his ass. I already gave him the money, you know? Uh, all right. We're uh, we're recording. Uh, what number episode is this of Leaving the Tribe? This is, I think this is eight, eight. or nine. I actually don't. I don't. Uh, That's cool. I don't actually. Sorry, I got to readjust this. I w- I want to know the history of this house before you house? were ever yeah. here. Okay, so was some drug dealing motherfuckers. Oh, that's why I think the neighbors don't fuck with us. No, I met your neighbors last time I was here. The essays. Yeah, yeah, we talked. Oh yeah, yeah. is that what? What? what, what <clears throat> nothing. I just because when you, I knew the first time I was coming. This is a neighborhood, you know that. I oh don't yeah, know what, no, I know. I can't remember what it is, but it's an essay neighborhood. It's a uh, Diamond Street. Or- Diamond there you go. Yeah. Diamond Street. So I knew that right away. So when I seen him, he was looking at me. I was all, I just like, hey, what's up? And I fronted like I didn't know where you lived. Yeah. Just to get him talkative. Right. And pay respect to the neighborhood. You know what I'm sure, saying? Sure, sure. I don't need no essay problems. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Not at all. No. Yeah, no, the first time. He was I, high as fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. There's, yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of people try to buy drugs off. When my head was shaved, a lot of people tried to buy drugs well, off. Well, honestly. I don't know what you're doing not. <laughs> Honestly, you have a great location. Yeah, I really do. This if is you prime kept drug it small market. And no crackheads, like just people that need their dope. Yeah. You would be fine, dude. Yeah, but it's also gay. It, uh, on top of any other issues. Well, you're going to have to pay a tax right here. You know that, right? If you sell drugs right here, you got to pay the, your neighbor. Yeah. He's a no, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I, I want to spiral into that. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, when we, when we first moved here, I was going for a walk, and some of the neighbors were like, "Hey, come here," and they, were, they were just kind of talking. They were trying to feel me out, and they're like, "What house do you live in?" <laughs> and I pointed it out, and then they go, they, their, their reaction was just, they, they just like nodded and then offered me a beer. I think they were, they, their biggest issue right now is the gentrification. The, the, I know. The, the new places, and I think they just wanted to know whether or not if I was one of the new nice places or living in the old place. I think this for sure was a drug den before oh, we it's lived here. This, yeah. Okay, so have you seen movies like um, Blood In, Blood Out? No, no. you never seen that? What about American Me? No. Or Colors? 
No. Or fucking. I haven't even heard of most of these movies. You never heard of those movies? No. A lot of my favorite are... crime movie is American Gangster. Love that movie. That movie I is phenomenal. Movie. Got underrated. That movie. I thought no, was... it's not underrated. A lot of people don't even know about that movie. They don't know about Denzel Washington movie. Yeah, it's Come crazy on. to me. They know. They, they I've I showed I, sh- I was showing kids some... don't know. That's who doesn't know. Uh, th- you know what? That might be true. That might be true. That movie. I saw that movie in theaters in high school, and I was blown away by it. I hate I hate crime movies where a major plot point is being too Italian. It drives me nuts. That's why I don't I don't like Goodfellas. Or that, oh man, that's the classic. I can't do it because it's all. If you just I got take, a good one for you. Okay. My favorite gangster movie is called The King of New York. Okay, I've with Christopher Walken and Larry okay. Fishburne and Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I promise you, I promise you'll like it. You know, what? I'll trust. I'll it's trust different your from any other. Uh, gangster movie. Yeah. Well, you also, you also, you've been involved in that. Not that, that type. Not that type. Okay. <laughs> Not that type. Is it mafia or? Yeah. Well, it's New York mafia, but the the main character break has broken away because he he was. Re- I, I, it does. It just lets you know that he's he's with the blacks. Okay. But he was Italian. Right. And uh, I yeah. He starts mafia somehow, but it doesn't show you that. It just lets you know. It it picks it's up. It's classic. Where, Everybody, a lot of people know about it. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy a good a, a, a good crime movie, but I got I got frustrated just because. And I know this sounds kind of whatever, but I I'm just so sick of crime movies where the major plot point is being too Italian. <laughs> I if any you know what it is if any issue could be solved, any plot point, any problem with will just be a little bit less. Irish or Italian, right? And right. That solves all of your problems. It just drives me insane. It's just like, <laughs> just cool it on the town. Why do you have to give out a thing on the wedding? I don't care. Like you, these are it's solvable. not your rituals. Yeah, it's a solvable problem. You There's know? a certain a man. They're very, very family oriented. Uh huh. And that comes with good things and bad things, right? You know? uh, like, like being within something like that. Yeah, you don't have to worry. When people fuck with you, right? You really do have the bear behind you, yeah. You know? But like, you can't be different from them, you right. know. And so, like, if you're an individual within a family like that, it's probably really hard. Yeah. Like, there's not many gay Italian dudes out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, then not public at least, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Italian mafia dudes. Yeah. There's gay Italian dudes all over, but right, mafia like that 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 you don't see that. So it must be hard for a lot of people coming up in that life. Uh, to have any, whatever it be, yeah, whatever individuality it be. is, yeah. I mean, I feel like that that goes with a lot of groups, but when we have the stakes of, uh, you know, the mob. I, I'm sure it gets uh, heightened a lot. You, you, you are you are such an interesting uh, dude because you're both very public, and at the same time, I don't know a ton about you. One of my first like memories because I knew you before this is after I got out of the the. The mental hospital. I know exactly suicide. what you're gonna say. I know you. I know you do. Is after my suicide attempt. It was my first time back of Max Blooms, which is an open mic out in Fullerton. I had not been doing comedy for very long. Me and, neither. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know you. I didn't know you very well at all. And I I performed a couple times earlier that week. It was my first time back of Max Blooms. But for me, you was one of the guys that was around. Yeah. Like, for no, me. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of us. You know. Yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I remember sitting on the couch at Max Bloom's, and I just feel a chokehold. It was at the Harp Inn. No, it was at it was at Bloom's. I remember being at was the that couch. Bloom's. I think you you were sitting. I know that. I was sitting. I was sitting on the couch because the couch was facing the stage. 
and I just feel a chokehold. And I hear you, you I, I hear, I didn't know it was you, but I could tell it was you very quickly. You go, you ever try to kill yourself again? I will kill you. <laughs> and then I said, we don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that. And, and you looked at me like, damn, like, I really want to take off on you right now because you just, like, put me in the chokehold. Like, I don't like that. You yeah. were uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah. And you're like, I really want to take off on you, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, and I... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? When people, when people, if it, if I can't see who's yeah. touching me, I get, I get very fight or flighty. I know everybody does. That's yeah. why I did it. Yeah, but once I knew it was you, and once I knew it was coming from a good place, I was just like, I was like, it was the only time I was like, he's serious. He's gonna go hunt my ghost if I fucking. Like you, you were you were serious, and at the time I was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, I. But now I appreciate it. I appreciate. You saw because everyone else was on eggshells. Every time my brother ever tried to teach me something, he did it that exact same way. Yeah. Because the fight or flight, it also hooks up your memory. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely remember it. So I was like, hmm. No, it, I mean, it worked. It worked. Um, well, that's, yeah, no, I really enjoy that memory of you. You, you talk about like in your standup and shit, uh, you grew up in Vegas. I grew up, I was born in Compton. Yeah. And I lived there till I was five years old. Uh-huh. My mother got shot five times. And then um, uh, a bullet came through our window when I was five years old. This is, these are my first memories. Yeah. That's the only reason I can remember this shit. Like, because when you're five is when you start remembering shit. Right. I, I remember about 20 things. And these are some of them. Yeah. Um, And I remember it was the night that JR got shot on this show called Dallas. Okay. And a bullet just came through our window. And my grandparents were like, oh, you know what? Uh, we're done. Yeah. And we moved to Henderson. And the thing is, they moved to Henderson, which was very, very small back then. Like, you have been I don't know you've been out to Vegas. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I lived there as a kid. Yeah, There yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. you know Henderson then? Yeah. Oh, how old were you back then? I was, I was like, I think I was like seven, eight. Where'd you live at? Uh, Do you remember? It was the suburbs of Vegas. I don't remember the neighborhood. Okay. No but it was, it was like a, it was a, it was a good neighborhood. I lived in small Henderson. And we we had a house. Uh-huh. We had a house uh, back in Compton too. Yeah. And uh, what happened was, um, my mother was on heroin like my whole life. Uh huh. And my grandfather died, the the one that paid and built all this. Yeah. You know, and uh, she kind of you know sucked all the money left out, and left my grandmother with not a lot. Uh huh. And so we the house they bought was right next to the projects, like. Three blocks away. Yeah. So, I I started off in this what you would call a white neighborhood because it was right. It was and um in Compton. No, in Henderson. In in Henderson, and then um a lot of bad stuff happened to me, man. Like a lot. Yeah. Like a fucking lot. Like yeah. A lot of trauma. Right. Rape, no. I, rape. Shit really? like that. Yeah. Oh, I was shit. all. I got all fucked up. Yeah. Heavy metal dudes. Yeah. You know. I was a kid, man. Yeah. And I was like ostracized for it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you get molested and then they go and tell everybody. Yeah. And fucking. So then the whole neighborhood, even the police, like, like when I say police, I mean, people that lived in a house that would work for the police force within that neighborhood. So the whole neighborhood knew nobody did shit. Yeah. Was, they laughed at me, like blame me. Like it was this and crazy how old shit. Are you for this? Seven. You were seven. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Could kept happening. Yeah. 
It didn't, you know, everyone didn't know till that around nine. Yeah, but well, these adults that stuff teens. was teens. These were teens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, high school. Yeah, and I was a kid. Uh, oh, uh, when I was seven, they were more at the end of junior high. Right. And the reason, you know, people are like, well, who was letting you hang out with that? Well, my mother was in prison. My grandmother worked. Yeah. My grandfather was around at this very first, and also I believe my uncle, and um, but. Uh, like back in the day, dude, growing up, you just played with the kids and neighbors. These people live right next door to me. Yeah, the the house next door. So right. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, they probably should have jumped in there a couple times, but I, I don't know, man. Oh, they. I mean, they. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they didn't know. You know, right, right. How did people find out? Did you tell them or they? They. they uh, this is how they found out. Uh, there was a house across the street and like two over. And, uh, we was all, we, so it would just happen. Like I would just go outside to play and see what was cracking, you know? Right. And, uh, they had broken into the house. So I went, I went in with them uh-huh. and I didn't think we was doing nothing wrong. Cause we, I, my plan was to just walk around. Right. You but were we a ended kid. Up, you were just, we ended up breaking doing. a lot of shit. Yeah. But some stuff had went down in there and somebody had seen something within the neighborhood of a nakedness of, I don't know who, me, them. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Somebody had been naked. And they were like, well, they had broken this house. They were naked for some reason. They broke a lot of shit. Yeah. That's what they said. And then, like, man, I don't know. I was nine. Yeah. So when the neighbor was talking, it was at times when I wasn't even coming outside because I didn't want to get beat up anyway. Right. So fucking, uh, yeah. That One day I came outside and all of a sudden I was like a little gay punk, you know. And they would say stuff like, you did this and you did that. And I, was, I didn't, like, even respond. I, I'd be more like, shut up, you know, yeah. like, because what the fuck? Like, you didn't want anybody to know that anyway. Yeah, of course. It was the worst, dude. Yeah. It was the fucking worst. Wait, so people find out, they don't hold them accountable. They no, there was... No, they just call you gay? That was, that was <laughs> it? Yes. That's fucking yes. insane. Yes. That's well, before they ever called me gay, they called me Sambo. Sambo. Sambo is a black, like, you know, the black with the white lips. And the yeah. fucking fucked up shit, oh, bamboozled yeah. type yeah. shit. Yeah, like, like a. Yeah. I never knew what the fuck it was, and I could be wrong, but I think it, I'm right about that Sambo shit. Uh huh. It could be Middle Eastern dude too. Right. But they used to call me Sambo, and like I, because I, I would get really, really brown yeah. when I tan, because I got um, you know, India. Right. I got India in me. Okay. Indian. Yeah, type yeah, yeah. India. L- yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Native American. Right, right. So I get really fucking brown. Like yeah. really brown, and like I could, just, I, I used to just play outside with no shoes in Vegas heat, right? Sun, no shirt, yeah. And it I would was... just turn brown. And they would always call me Sambo, and I didn't like that shit. But what could I do? Like really, yeah. that's how I started talking shit my whole life. I mean, I could imagine. It sounds like it was just a completely hostile. Humor was the only yeah. thing that would make these people like be on my side, and I could get some of the barbecue, right? And... <laughs> yeah. And this was was this this was uh, just judging by how you're talking about it, this was a very this was a white neighborhood. It was. Yeah. There were no. Oh, let me think. Well, none of my uh, none of the people that fuck with me were of any color but white. Yeah. And none of them. I mean, when you said heavy metal dudes, I'd assume heavy metal dudes. Yeah. They would talk shit about black people. Now, what was crazy is my so my first memories are from Compton. All these black people. We were nice. We used to get figs, and I had. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I was molested before that in Compton. Oh shit! I must be a dick magnet, dude, because 
this little black boy fucked with me underneath the house when I was yeah. like four. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Dwayne. I don't know him. You you still remember his I, name, though. For, yeah. I'll forever yeah. remember. Yeah. He was my first friend. Yeah. Like, you have a friend, right? My friend was Dwayne. He was older. I don't know. What, now that I'm sitting here thinking about why am I always hanging out with these older kids? What the fuck? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I got fucked with there. But uh, what was I saying? Oh. So my entire neighborhood, and then my mom got out of prison, and she was a white supremacist. I didn't know. See, I didn't know that about you either. Yeah. Well, she got out three different times. It was three different things. I I do it in my stand-up because it's real shit. I tell people. Yeah, yeah. So it was fucking crazy, dude. It was crazy. She, but the first time she got out, and that's what I mean. The first time she got out, she she was was white white supremacist. supremacist. Yes. Uh, which I guess I mean that fits into Henderson as well. You know, it's a pretty. (sighs) You know, nobody would believe it. I've talked to a million people about Henderson. Anytime I say any of my stories, they just look at me like, are you stupid? Because they're thinking of a different place. There's old Henderson, which was is this original area yeah, off of Boulder Highway. And then everything they built around it that's beautiful. Right. Okay. But everything that I'm talking about essentially happened in what you would call Henderson. What people from Henderson would call Henderson. Right. It's well, a small fucking meth town, dude. I, I mean, that, that's, that's how I describe yeah, it. It's well, a meth town. I feel like that's everything in Vegas where there's what you see on the freeway and what you visit. And then the rest of it is, is really, really, really bad. So, so I go through that. I go through gangbang this whole everything. Well, right? how, did, how did the gang- I'll tell you, okay, but okay. when I, so I never knew why everyone was crazy, dude. My mom did heroin. So I yeah. didn't know about these other drugs. Right. I, I, I knew about cocaine from TV. Sure. And I knew about weed and I knew about, Pills, I guess yeah. uppers they would call sure. them. Lude, shit like that. I never tried Lude? it, you know. Ludes. Oh, Quay like, Ludes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all that shit was from TV. Right. Um, but I didn't realize till I came back to Henderson when I was eighteen, almost nineteen years old. Uh huh. That everything was because of meth. Yeah. The whole everything. All of Nevada. Yeah. At well, least at least Western Nevada. I tell people all the time when the recession came, everyone's like, Oh, Vegas is gonna be all messed up. I said, No, they're not. They have a meth economy. People yeah. don't realize it. I don't think it's like that now. I don't know, I haven't been back in a while. But the whole time I lived there and for years afterwards, the town works like this. So here in California, if you have a little bit of pot, yeah. The police used to step on it until you go on your way. At right. the very worst, you get like a $25 ticket. Sure. They found a bag of meth. You were going to fucking... They were trying to put you in prison yeah. for a bag of meth. Yeah. That was the rules. In Vegas, it was the opposite. Yeah. They find a little meth. They step on until you get on your way. Right. They find one seed of marijuana. It was one year. Yeah. For a seed. Ma- get yeah. Mandatory. Yeah. Well, I mean... And that all boils down to the casinos. Meth. If you're on meth... It, the whole you, economy works out. It's a 24-hour town. You can go to fucking Target at 4 a.m. Yeah. You can go get your shit tailored at 4 a.m. Yeah. You can... Anything you can think of, you can do it for, at, at 4 a.m. Yeah. But it's awesome because it always has jobs because it's 24 hours. Every right. job is 24 right. hours. So you have a third shift. Yeah. So there's always work. Right. Always. There's always going to be work in Vegas if you're not an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead and ask me what you want to ask me. Oh, I mean, well, you you started you started. Uh, I mean, you were talking about the, right. the shit as a kid, and then well, when when did that stop? <coughs> Those kids that lived next door to me, yeah, <coughs> and it wasn't just them. It was another kid lived down the street, yeah. 
<laughs> those kids moved. Uh-huh. They was a fucking hillbillies, dude. Yeah. Real life hillbillies. Yeah. Like for, like the dude used to make hillbilly rifles, the kind that you put the fucking shit in. Right. And he chopped his fucking hands off one time on accident with a saw. Yeah. Uh. They moved. Yeah. But they come back later. Um. They moved, but at the same time, I was completely like I would go outside, and nobody liked me. Right. Not fu- and would try to kick my ass. Every kid on the block, even the people that I had formed. Years long friendship. Right. It just wasn't going because, down. Because you were, quote, that gay. and my mouth. Oh, you talk a lot of shit. Fuck them. Yeah. But what are, you, what are you gonna do? You don't have mom and dad. Right. And then you learn from penises and TV yeah. and your grandma's old shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you learn from penises and TV. <laughs> you gotta make that t shirt rich. I think so. Let's make it for the Tom Goss yeah, show. Yeah, Put it on yeah, your yeah. thing. Get it, give you me learn a from bucks. penises and television. That's right. Yeah. Well, I've lived my life like that. Right. From, from, uh, like, I fucked up so much things in life because everything I learned was off sitcoms. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking retarded. That's oh, part of yeah. the cartoon I'm trying to make right now for Adult Swim. Like, it, I've done some things just because I thought everything was like, Right, like what? That's where I learned how to live as an adult. Seinfeld and 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 Three's Company, right? Fucking Mash. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's stuff I walk around. I go, where do I get? Oh, Mash. Like, (laughs) yeah. You know, it's fucking retarded, dude. Right. Sorry if that. I'm sorry. It's fucking fucked up. It's now I try not to use the words that make people upset. I understand that. Sure. But I do fuck up. Yeah. No. Like I use the M word all the time. Right. Because where I'm from. It's almost like they well they're not gonna I earned that within them, but I didn't earn right. that with within the world of black people. The sure. whole world. Sure. I didn't earn that. Right, right. <laughs> and I found right. that out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you yeah, that sounds like a that, <laughs> Well, I wanna mo- Yeah. Go ahead. Ask well, me what you want. Well yeah, so you you mentioned you start you started uh gang banging at a point. How did how did that how did that start? Well, I, first I met my brother, Jojo. Uh huh. I'll cry. So I get emotional. Yeah. First time I met my brother Jojo, he was black. Yeah. And he liked wrestling. Uh huh. And I like wrestling. Yeah. And we just we met one day through this other black dude Charles I was hanging out with because I could. So there's no one to hang out with. Everyone hates me. Yeah. Everyone fucking hated me. Right. Junior high. Oh my god. Yeah. Like it was fucking insane. But Jojo. Yeah. And yeah. I met Jojo, but... You met him in school? Uh, oh, fuck. We met at the boys club. Okay. Well, actually, it's funny because I met his brother, my brother, Peanut, older. Yeah. Uh, When I was six years old because my grandfather took me to the boys club. Uh-huh. So it goes, my house, boys club, projects. Right. Just like that. <laughs> it's integral to any story, that geography. Yeah. Um, And uh, the guy that ran the boys club, I was like five or six. Peanut was running by. And uh, he so Peanut at the time is just this long, lanky black kid, probably in uh, probably in about fifth grade, fourth grade. Yeah. And uh, Clyde's all, "This is Jimmy." My grandfather's standing right there, and he's all, "This is Jimmy. Uh, you're in charge of him. Yeah. You make sure everything's all right. Right. And he did for yeah. like two weeks, and then I didn't go back. Yeah. But then I met Jojo, and it was such a trip that Peanut was his brother. Because these uh-huh. are the foundations of your memories. Right, right. Like, that's like the hugest thing when you're fucking 13 or 12, whenever me and JoJo met. Sure, yeah. And uh, I think we were like 12. Uh-huh. 
it was it was it was sixth grade, and uh, we were just like this from that yeah. day on. Like, just right, well, we're brothers. I ended up living in his house. That his mother's oh, really? my mother. Yeah, because our mothers bumped into each other. At a grocery store, their carts, their shopping carts, like you would see on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. And looked at, we all looked up and went to like JoJo. JoJo had met, I had met his mom, he had met my mom, but they had never, and they all met each other. And they talked for like five minutes. And this was when my mom got out black R&B. Okay. She got out, first she got out white supremacist, then country, then black R&B. Uh-huh. Lesbian. And uh, fucking... So she was all cool with JoJo and she was all cool with JoJo's mom. And they like jive talk to each other and fucking both said, if he ever gets out of line, just beat the fuck out of him. Like that's right. the rules, you know? And, uh, uh, so it was, I lived there when yeah. she would leave. I couldn't really, I would go to my house to sleep. Yeah. But the whole wake up, it was on the way to high school. Oh, all, all geography. Your was at JoJo's. Geography. Yeah. Junior high, my house. Boys club, projects, high school on the corner of the projects. Uh-huh. So either he was coming this way or I was going this way my whole life. Yeah. We were going to school. Right. You know. So I lived in JoJo's. Yeah. And then I actually did live in JoJo's. And uh, so Peanut's my big brother. So long story short, the way I got jumped in is I never wanted to. Well, I did want to be jumped in. Sure. But I didn't want to have to do the things. I didn't want to be violent. Sure. And I was a pussy. Yeah. And. I would fight, I would win some, I would lose a lot. Uh-huh. So I, I hated it, dude. And fucking, but I like had done martial arts for 10 years. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I could always defend myself, but I could never initiate. Yeah. Ever. I could never initiate. You never you never wanted to be the, the, the bully. And maybe, no, it was nothing. I didn't have yeah. that even in my mind. Yeah, no. yeah. I had done some things. Right. But not, not what you would call squaring up. Sure, you know? sure. And most of the jumping, because, I mean, once again, going back to television, most of my, I mean, I've had friends in gangs, but even most of them don't want to talk about it. Well, once I got to the black neighborhood, I had bullies. Right. These were actual bullies. Because, see, I I say this, people, some people take it racist, but I lived it. Look, dude, I seen it with my own eyes. We were all 13 years old, me and, like, 20 black kids. Yeah. Okay? And when we turned 14, I still had my normal... What I call white kid body. Yeah. They were grown men uh-huh. that could slam dunk. Yeah. Okay. Jojo could do backflips. Like, Jojo could yeah. do anything. Yeah. Like, it, and his brother Peanut, I seen him do 360s and beat up people. It's right. like, they're like, they, it was amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, every one of them could whoop my ass no matter what I knew. Yeah. Cause they were like triple faster. Yeah. You know? And then there were other white dudes. I'm not the only one. Okay. There's OG white dudes from mm-hmm. this projects in Henderson, like, and each and every one of them is a goddamn fucking legend. Yeah. Because you don't just do that. Right. All of us white dudes got a little certain extra thing. It's uh-huh. violence. Yeah. See, I can't whoop. I'm not good at whooping nobody's ass, man. Yeah. I can fight now. Right. That was after even later after the games. Like I, I learned how to fight as an adult. Really, yeah. really, really. If I'm true with myself. Uh huh. But. I'm known for like, see that blender right there? Yeah. I'll hit you with that motherfucker. Imme- like don't. immediately before, yeah. before you start punching me, because that's what my brother Peanut taught me. After right. I got jumped in, there was an issue. Yeah. Well, we've jumped in Jimmy. Jimmy's known for being able to take the best ass whooping in the world. Like, that's what he's known for. Like, he's he's fam, but. Uh, uh, yeah. 
So I had to, and my brother told me, look, dude, look, <laughs> I don't know what your fucking problem is, you know, but if you want to earn a rep or you want to fucking stay around here, or yeah. any, if you want to fucking do anything, you need to hit somebody with something. And yeah. I did. Well, first, I was fighting this black dude, Marcus. I was getting so many fights just because I was white. Right. That's just a hundred. I'm before, guessing you got to prove yourself more. If before I ever dude. got jumped in, yeah. I had bullies and, and, and actual dudes that just would, like, it always, man, I hated it. Every time, like, it would just nothing be happening. Let's fuck with Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I started fighting back, and I fought this dude, Marcus Anderson, who I thought I could never beat. And I didn't really beat him. But, I mean, he didn't whoop me neither. And he threw right. a bike at me. He threw a bike at you? Yeah. This is before I got jumped in. Yeah. All right. So, this is what made it okay for me to get jumped in. Uh-huh. So, he threw a bike at me. And the bike almost hit me. Yeah. And that's serious. Yeah. You know? And, you know, as the a bike or any object is coming at you, like, you have these fight or flight thoughts of, like, dude, this is going to really fuck up my whole shit. Yeah. Whatever it does. But it didn't hit me. Uh-huh. But then I learned. That's what that feels like. All right. Let me see what this. Let me just fucking. So we was in class. And. This dude, Chris. <laughs> this is fifth grade. No, fourth grade. My grandfather dies. Uh-huh. My grandmother's all great. He was my great grandfather. My grandmother is all fucked up. It's just me and her. My mom's in prison. My uncle's out here somewhere. Yeah. And. We're both really sad. We're grieving. I didn't know at the time, you know. And. uh I would go to school. So my grandmother would take me to casino all night mm-hmm. until like 12 at night. And we play, I play video games and she plays slots. Right. In an arcade. And I kind of learned some things there, like how to fight, because I got in some situations there. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fourth grade. And fucking, what was I talking about? I'm high now. So uh, you were at the casino, you played the video games. Oh, you I would fall asleep there. in class. Uh huh. And I remember one time, you know how you're kind of a little bit awake? Right. This dude that lived in my neighborhood, the the, the white people. Yeah. Uh, said some fucked up shit. He's all, how come Jimmy gets to sleep? How come Jimmy gets to sleep in class just because his mother's in prison? Like, they didn't know my grandfather died. The teacher knew, but he didn't know. Yeah. And uh, I remember the teacher going, Stop it. Like, yeah. stop it right now. Just let that boy be. Like, on some Jeremy shit. Right. Before Jeremy ever came out and right, shit. Right, And uh, they knew I was fucked up. Yeah. All my life, they told me I was fucked up because my mom. Because right. I would get taken to counseling and everything, and then, then they would tell me, like, you're fucked up. And I'm like, I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm me. Why are you telling? Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like, yeah. So, then I remember I was awake, and I remember telling myself, if he does that shit again, fuck him. And he fucking did it again the next day. Uh-huh. And fucking, so I just got up and I stabbed him in his leg with a pencil. And I broke the pencil off. Yeah. And I pushed him over his chair. And, you know, I got in trouble. Sure, yeah. But what he said made it less. Like, it was a lot of, you shouldn't have done that. Even though he said that really fucked up shit, you yeah. shouldn't have done that. You you got a little bit of leeway. Because so then I learned how to do that. But yeah. then my brother told me, you know, you got to. You gotta use what you <laughs> pick yeah, something yeah. up, Jimmy, because you frail, right? You know, yeah. And that, my body just hadn't come yet. Yeah. But like, so the night I got jumped in, I just came around the corner with my brother JoJo, 
and they was all there, all the OGs, all the homies, mm-hmm. right? We were all family, like, and yeah. they're like, it's, tonight's your night. Right. And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> to me, it was just another, I like. It was just it another was ass just kick. Another, and I was already claiming. Yeah. I was already claiming. I can't lie. Yeah. I was. Can you say, like, what, what, what? HOG? It's not. All right, yeah, Some yeah, yeah. Shit, nobody knows we're a dead sure. tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're just another lost tribe of the ghetto. Gotcha. We're all alive. We family. We right. You know, I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. To yeah. my, I, I do believe there are some kids down there right now that are still. They're still, yeah. Yeah, I do believe so, but I, I could be wrong. Right. And there was, it, it was, it, you know, there was another gang that was our homies. Yeah. The HBCs, and they just lived. What they lived in is a place called the Hole behind the gas station. Right. And uh. It was all just like one big family, like but we would yeah. fight sometimes. You know? Yeah. Uh, when they jump you, it was just it was just everyone. So it's yeah, supposed what, what is to that? be for seventy five seconds because the neighborhood is seven five zero. Uh huh. Uh, Major Avenue. Right. At seven five zero. Oh, you got the yeah. yeah. We all do. And uh, um, uh, it's supposed to be for seventy five seconds, and the rules is like this because every neighborhood makes up their own fucking bullshit. Right. Sure. Uh, we all, you know, beat you up, but you supposed to fight back. Yeah. Man, now, I've both seen in my time, and this is what I did. Just hit one person and take you a long ass half. I think mine was like a minute and a half. Yeah. I really, I, there's stories of where they had to stop duck from hitting me with some shit. I can't remember what it was. That uh-huh. might have been a bike, too. They really like the bikes for you. <laughs> I know, right? Um. There's a lot more stories. I always get sidetracked because there's so yeah. much. Well, it's no, a there, life. It's, it's very, a life. It's, yeah, but after man, that, man. I really had to start. I couldn't run anymore. Yeah. Because, and I didn't want to. Yeah, but you also, you had your, you had your, like, the, um, they had. I still had some thing. proven to do. Yeah, sure. But I did, you know, I put in my work, as they right. say. Yeah. And as, uh, you know, any white dude in either a, a Latino or African-American gang, they we have to put on a show. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a lot. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, but it wasn't my life. It Within that, a total, four years, got to go away. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And when I got came back, uh, I wasn't allowed in that town. I had to stay in Vegas. Uh-huh. On both a police level and a parole level. Right. They was like, no, no. But, like I told you, I found out why everybody was crazy. Oh, the, the, yeah. So, I, well, you know what's crazy is I got let back down because I would work at this place called Nick's Supper Club. It was a mafia uh-huh. restaurant. Yeah. You know, like we this were talking about Vegas? the movies. Yeah. No, this is in Henderson. This is Henderson. Okay. It's, uh, it's closed now. And, uh, Nick was a trip. I could talk about him for like 20 minutes. He used to put a gun on you every night, every, really? every Friday night. He'd get drunk. See, you'd ask for money, like a little spending cash to go to the casino. Yeah. And uh, go party after your dishwasher shift yeah. or busboy or waiter, prep cook. And uh, ah, and he'd pull out this fucking wallet, but the wallet was a gun because he'd been robbed twice. Uh-huh. He, he was in the uh, Greek, if I, I could be saying, Greek mafia. Yeah. And uh, you couldn't fuck with Nick's because he had all the police in there and all the, like, city uh, muckety-mucks. Right. And you wouldn't even know who you were looking at at the time. Yeah. For reals. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, if they and were then that's a crazy relationship when you. Or, yeah. But I wasn't the only one. A lot of us from the from the hood, you know, from the gangs. Yeah, we worked at Nick. Nick let us all work there. Yeah. So it was crazy. 
you would get this weird kind of like, I actually know this much, this cop now, because, you know, right. I remember my one homeboy, I can't say his name, he'd get mad. Okay. But he would work there and he was the classiest dude, Native American dude. Everybody uh-huh. who I, who from my neighborhood is going to know what I'm talking about. Native American, but within a, a black set, you know? Yeah. And uh, he used to give them police hell. I wasn't <laughs> like that. I had my own shit going on. Yeah. But see, the whole time I was in this, doing this and everything, my brother, Jojo, didn't have to do any of that because Peanut was, like, not the leader, but he was Peanut in it, right. you know? There is no leader in these things. Yeah. And uh, you just the neighborhood. And, there, uh, there's no leadership. Not really. No. There's OGs. There's the people that founded it, and then <sighs> the next level down, and then right. a bunch of fucking lies, and fucking, I was here from the start, and fucking, nobody cares. We're family. Yeah. Dude. We're yeah. family. We're family. It's not... And uh, I want, but I knew, I like, I just, I knew, like, and it's racist, whatever. I just knew from watching, like, Miami Vice and shit. Uh-huh. Like, I was always going to be Crockett and JoJo was going to be Tubbs. Not uh-huh. police, but, like, we wasn't going to retire in the hood. Right. That wasn't going to happen. I didn't know how. Yeah. I didn't know where. So, but when they put me in Vegas, then you start meeting more people. You know, you go to work with people. You go to concerts, you know. I yeah. met my first wife at a Scorpions concert. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember getting fucked with by them white people listening to and them telling me about Scorpions. So that's the trip right there, right? Right. You know? Oh, yeah, though the same people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, they wasn't there. No, but that's the first time you've heard Scorpion was from. Yeah. 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 No, that is a trip. Life's a trip, homie. Yeah. I met the Scorpions that night. I won a radio contest. Uh-huh. So I you got to go backstage and stuff? I sung... Staying alive on the radio. Uh huh. They said if you could finish this lyrics and call at this right. certain time, and they give me tickets. You meet the Scorpions and you go to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. I met my wife there. Did you have? Did you have like? I mean, did, were you doing stuff like going to concerts and shit like that back when you were in Henderson too, or was that only in the last? Yeah, I would always do. My secret guilty pleasure was to get the fuck out of there all the time. <laughs> As much it doesn't sound unreasonable, dude. As much as possible, yeah. and I would do things like, well, no, you know what happened was, I had to. <laughs> when I was in junior high and high school, I never got to go to my high school, the one right across from Projects. I would yeah. go there like for a month and then get kicked out and go to Opportunity School. Right, Opportunity School is in North Las Vegas, which is a super hood. Yeah, right. It's just like a hood out here. Exact yeah. same shit. Uh huh. Everything. Yeah. All right. There's West Side, North Las Vegas, and downtown, uh-huh. and it's all exactly. The same shit as here. Right. And uh, so I'm on the north side with all the quote-unquote big gangs, uh-huh. right? Yeah. We're the Henderson gang. Yeah. You know? Now, we was connected with one of them big gangs, but uh-huh. that didn't really hold any fucking nothing. Right. Uh, and they was called Gerson Park, and uh, they wore green. <laughs> we wore brown. Uh, fucking... I would, dude, so I would go to, like, Opportunity School and yeah. Continuation School, these different forms of school that were always in Las Vegas. Right. And I would meet white girls, <laughs> like heavy metal white girls. Yeah. And I was, you know, I mean, I've always been able to. That's why you got into the Scorpions. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I've always been able to. My thing was always, anything I was doing was for girls. That's how a teenage life is, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, you know, hood girls and heavy metal Money Girls is a difference. Yeah. What kind of fun you're going to be having lifestyle wise. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I wanted the other. 
Right. I didn't want to fucking hang out with fucking Maria and fucking her brother's part of the other gang and fucking we're going to have a baby and fucking this is it. And yeah. we work at the casino. I was like, what's this about? What's that about? Yeah. You know? And you I explored. Was, yeah. yeah. And a lot of us did it. Yeah. Black dudes did it. I watched. Right. I watched. Yeah. Sometimes they go with me. You know, there's a lot of stories from all that. But yeah, man, I would meet uh, white girls and go to concerts and dude, it was awesome. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah. But there was always this thing, man. Always like, like y'all cool and everything, but don't think I don't see all this fight. Like I would get in fights there, you know, because I'm uh-huh. fucking a either my brother beating all of them up, right, or fucking. But it wasn't as bad. It, yeah, it might be a little tussle here and there. It wasn't as bad. Yeah, it wasn't and I would learn about other dudes that 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 were more interesting than me. Uh-huh. That were like, no, I hang out with gangbanger dudes, and heavy metal dudes, and I got a. Uh, you know, yeah, diverse. You know, right, right. And I wanted to be that. You wanted, you wanted, to be I a wanted to, to explore all the. Different I already had this crazy foundation. Yeah. Might as well, fucking. Yeah, you know. No, it it is a fucking crazy. But foundation. Yeah, work, work is what has always changed my life because I meet different people at work. Uh huh. And why would meet people and do things that? So okay, work work change because you you had because of the parole. You couldn't go back to your old home. I wasn't supposed to until I got a job out there. Okay. And when I got a job out there, it was a job I'd already had off and on. Uh-huh. Because, like, it's so crazy. We, we Back, this, so this is 1990. This has to be 1993. Right. It has to be. I graduated in 93. Yeah. 93, I had already been working six years. Yeah. Doing all this. Right. Doing all this. In Vegas, you could just go bust tables. Yeah. For minimum wage and tips. Yeah. You know? That's why I didn't sell drugs as you. A lot of my friends, well, let's go bust. Yeah. You know, my my brother got a job at an ice cream shop, I remember, one time. That was what you did. Yeah. And once you do that, I mean, just imagine. You're halfway to adulthood, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And you meet some other dude from someplace you're not supposed to be fighting with him. Right. But you both got to be at work. Yeah. You know how many times that happened? I, I, for the good or for the bad. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it changed my life. Yeah. Sometimes, because, you know, I always say this. If you gangbanging all this shit after you're 20 years old, I mean, something kind of, you drank too much or you huffed too much pain or you right. just got traumatized too much. Yeah. Or, or, you just, you're choosing to do that. Sure. Some people's are still smart and go, no, I'm a gangster. That's what I am. That's what y'all made me. So I don't want to hear it. You know, that's the movies we watch about right. the historical gangsters, quote unquote. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see myself going to be doing that forever. Yeah. You knew Somehow that, that I wasn't going to be your, your future. I knew. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. And did you see, did you see a lot of people who didn't know that or was it? Yeah. The dead. All of them. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Um, I lost count. Yeah. I've lost count. I've had role models. Uh, so many of my people are dead from Henderson. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and just the way it is. Yeah. But we had friends dying all the time while we were alive, too. You sure. gotta remember that. Get shot. Got them killed by police. Yeah. You know. 
This is just something you were you were you got used to mm-hmm. at a certain point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. You do later. All those times when we were young, those are seminal moments. Like Nalo dies. Yeah. Or uh, Darlene dies. You know, that's not. You don't get used to that. You'll yeah. never get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. No. But now being out here, you know. Most times when someone dies, I hear about it on Facebook. Right. Right. So I, mean, I, I think that's one of the most upsetting ways to. Learn I, there's some that. funerals I should have went back to. Yeah. That I just didn't have the money at the time. Right. And then, but, you know, there's nothing but at the same time, how many? That. You know. Yeah. How fucking many? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I. I mean. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not you know, that that's not my life. I was never in a gang. You know, I don't. I don't know. You know, I've lost people, but uh, I mean, I, I can only imagine the, how constant that probably is. Um, but you you did see that that was you knew that that was the future when you chose to not be involved. in. Um, I never really thought. It, now, I know these are just my eyes, but for my eyes, what I seen happen, I've told people this before. Yeah. So. I start hanging around with the people of the projects, we'll call them. Because it's not 100% fucking black. Right. It's just a majority black. Right. Um, and. Um, sorry. I remember seeing on a folder. Sorry, I'm too close to the mic. Seeing on no, a folder. Uh, Opie don't live here no more, right? No, we can't smoke. Nah. Do you want to take? We, we, you want pause? Take, let's pause. Yeah, yeah, let's pause. Um, okay, we're 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 back. Right. Um, um. So I'm gonna tell you this right now. We were all friends. I I had heard of a couple gangs, but yeah. we lived in the projects. There was a rumor of a gang for real. Sure. GPK, uh-huh. but GPK Gerson Park in Vegas. Yeah. Same exact initials. Garden Park Kingsmen or Killers, either one. Yeah. Garden. The gardens is where I'm from. Right. right. So. I'm telling you this, and I'll tell any of the homies this. Things changed. The culture was actually really changed by movies and, and music. First, it was Colors, the movie Colors, uh-huh. which was about. That was one of the ones you recommended. Yeah, right? yeah. which is about police and Compton gangbanging. Yeah. All right. Bloods and Crips. Then uh, NWA came out. Yeah. When NWA came out, I watched with my eyes an entire culture change. Yeah. Just changed before my, we are now a gang. Yeah. You know, and. Oh, uh, you guys didn't call yourself a gang before that. Well, they didn't really. They were, like I said, it was like a rumors and stuff. Right. But it was like a cultural thing. Like. You, you didn't say it. This was like the cool things in high school, like where I grew up. Right. Like people don't understand. Like, why did you make these choices? Like, dude, if you grew up where I grew up, this was what you did. Yeah. Like. But. When NWA came out is when it. When, when everyone started dressing kind of the same and the same colors yeah. and the same had started getting shit together. And you can't tell me it wasn't from that music. Right. They, we, we had all the shit in the NWA music, but it was this big. Yeah. It was this big afterwards. Yeah. And that's the same thing that happened in Compton. The right. same thing happened in Watts. Same thing happened across goddamn country. Yeah. You know, I lived through the shit. I watched them. We didn't have fucking crack Tom. Yeah. We didn't figure out the formula for crack, Tom. Yeah. 
I know Freeway with Ricky Ross, personally. Biggest crack dealer in history. I met him through doing my radio show. Nicest man you will ever fucking meet. Yeah. Fed me dinner at a very... And gave me a pallet of orange juice and yogurt and peanut butter to live off of. Yeah. Like, just like that. Take that, homie. We barely knew each other. That's a good man. Yeah. You think he came up with the formula for crack? Nah. Do they have planes to fly cocaine into the inner city directly? Yeah, they have an airport in Compton. But that was immediately shut down. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> no, I watched them. Whoever they are, the powers that be, introduce right. this form of rap music. And, yeah, you know, no disrespect to music I love and the people right, I love. Right, like right. At the time, they were a Malcolm X. That's all we had. Yeah. We didn't have nothing else. We had Public Enemy and NWA. Right. All the rest of it. It was, it was influenced by them. Yeah. No, all or the rest of it wasn't like, really militant. Uh-huh. Those groups were militant for the oh, good okay, or for the bad. Yeah. Like it had a very negative effect on the community for sure. Yeah. But it also had a positive effect. What, what, I mean, you, you've already mentioned some of the negative effects. What were the positive effects? Pride. Yeah. You know, it, it's a terrible thing to be a, a, a goddamn, for example, we'll just say crip or blood. Yeah. But what you don't understand, only like people who understand are the people like of Palestine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or certain parts of Africa or wherever you're oppressed. Right. People who have nothing else. This is our fucking thing. Yeah. We didn't choose this. Yeah. If you read, you'll realize there was a whole thing called the Black Panthers. Right. That tried to change all of this before it happened. Yeah. And they killed them all. Yeah. Once they killed them all, the guys that took over who had the best, the Crips were called uh, Crib Babies. And there's a whole uh, thing for the CRIP that's a good thing. Community, I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it was. This shit doesn't start off fucking, you know? Yeah. But you introduce a way to make money called crack. You just throw it out there for them. Here's, uh, it's proven the CIA did all this shit. It's fucking facts. Yeah. These are facts. They no, did this. I, 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 I believe all that stuff. I've read. I've this read shit doesn't happen in yeah. a vacuum like you read on uh, on like a right wing thing. We're like, why the fuck did they choose that, dude? Right. Just stop it. Just stop yeah. it. You, what you do in corporate business is what they do on the streets. Yeah. Same shit. Because there's been a many a story of a motherfucker fucking a motherfucker over. Yeah. In corporate business. Right. And people losing their lives. Yeah. And there's even been drive bys. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Same shit. Oh, corporate, corporate, corporate business is killed. I mean, I mean, yeah, it provides goods and services, but it also, it kills. They just out on the streets. Yeah. They shouldn't have had to shoot other people to defend a crack house. Yeah. They should have never got to the point where they were shooting each other. What other community was doing that? You don't see that in fucking uh, Wyoming. Right. They, they, They don't introduce crack to fucking Wyoming. Yeah. And they don't have a huge... A one group population in Wyoming that isn't just white, you know? Yeah. They do these things and then they don't want to take any responsibility. Right. You know? Yeah. And I lived through it. I lived and through you, a lot of shit. You saw the change. Well, the first parts of my life was all affected from the Vietnam War. Right. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. My mother and father, my mother was a prostitute. My father was a pimp. Yeah. Her pimp. All right. I got the pictures, everything. Yeah. They had me. She was on heroin. They was both on heroin. Yeah. I was all fucked up for that. I was a premature, all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, all that, if you read. Did, just out of curiosity, did he get hooked on heroin 
in Vietnam or he in no. no 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 okay. you didn't have to they brought yeah. that shit back with them right, right. You, that's yeah. well you, that's American we talked open talking about American gangster you. that's exactly thank what that's you. about yeah thank you yeah and I ain't mad for a man trying to do that see everyone wants to fight the war on drugs and all this shit there's obviously a one there's am I wrong a, a one a for one. every type of yeah. drug whether it be meth Right. You ever felt meth? It's like the greatest. No, I've never done it's it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. But it, it, it. you'll go right down that road. You will. Yeah. I've done it many times. Yeah. Um, I've never been addicted really to anything but weed. Yeah. A little bit of cocaine sometimes. I'm in general addicted to meth. That's why I don't do it. Sure. Because I know. Uh, you'll get that's yeah, Every time I've done it, it's yeah. been like once a year. I used to tell people, well, I do it once a year. Yeah. Because I, I try to keep it like that. You told me once, you like, I only do it on 4th of July. What's it for? No, Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. I thought you said Fourth of July when you told me. Because uh, all I my ever going. That's the worst day possible to do. It. So all the people that's called my family are dead. Yeah, they all died off. Right. I'm the last one, and my sons. But my sons can't have kids. Uh huh. So anyway, that's why I want to tell you about the projects. Like yeah. one day we was just you know, everybody, a couple guys had nicknames, and then fucking literally within the span of two years, everyone had a nickname. Yeah. This is now D Loke. Right. This right here is, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to put the names out there. Sure. Um, it was. It, I don't know why we did it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was the movie Colors. Maybe it was NWA. But but you, it happened at all over. Yeah. America. Yeah. So. And you th- and you think the media and I think I agree with you probably had a direct influence over that stuff. They did, but I never blame the media on that level because. I mean, what? there's a difference from crediting influence in a I mean, half plan. the motherfuckers wasn't watching the news when they did this. <laughs> sure, sure. Right? Yeah. We was yeah. listening to NWA. Yeah. And Too Short and Public right. Enemy. Yeah. But I'm not saying that's exactly why they did. I'm just saying it helped create a foundation sure. of everything. Like yeah. a unified, all right, you wear dickies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It was already happening in Vegas. Yeah. I will say that. But where I was living in Hansen, it wasn't really, it was just the projects. And the little other projects over here in a couple of apartments where it was really cheap to yeah. rent. Yeah. And then it just jumped off. And that was how old were you when the, when it, during this period? I want to say I was 13 when all this happened. Okay. 87. I, in my mind, 87. 87. Uh-huh. So, I, yeah, 13. Yeah. Because I was born in 75. Yeah. Right. 87. It really. 86, 87. Yeah. It just started. 86 is when we was in the neighborhood. 87 is when we was hogs. <laughs> uh, but it was everywhere. Yeah, it was. There was white neighborhoods that did it. Right. It was called Southsiders, which is funny, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So there was Mexicans doing it for the the Vato thing, right? You know? right. It, it was everywhere. Right. They had their own shit. Kid Frost and fucking American Me and uh, those. The, what was the first essay movie? Was uh, Boulevard Nights. Uh huh. They're older than the black gang. Yeah, the uh, the Mexican gang on the on the west side probably yeah. everywhere. Yeah, any really? Mexican gang is older. Really? Yeah, they was Vario out in the fifties because and they have their own origin story. They were Mexicans that wanted to have pride and they wore zoot suits. Mm-hmm. Remember zoot suits? No. You're a zoot suit, right? No. Happened right here where you're sitting. Really? Right where you're sitting is a big part of that. Yeah. Um. So the Mexicans had pride, but see, the problem was every all the soldiers was coming back from World War Two. Mm-hmm. And any soldier coming back from World War II is a man's man. Like, he ain't, you know. Yeah. That motherfucker went through hell. Right. And uh, they was a majority white. 
And they, uh, yeah. That's they right. saw the Mexicans down uh, in Pedro and Long Beach. And they beat them up. Because they were, because they came back and they were like, why are these Mexicans walking around all proud? Yeah. In suits. And they beat the fuck of them and they raped their women. And that's like the foundation of the Mexican mafia and the barrios. Because the Mexicans went, fuck you. Yeah. You know? That's no, I know how that. that started. That's yeah. when you meet an essay. It's not just, oh, this guy's a jackass. Dude, there's a whole fucking history to that shit. Yeah. And people don't understand. You took their history. You took their history. Right. They got to live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah. ain't what it was supposed to be. This was Mexico. Be. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't want to choose this because this was mean to them. Yeah. You know? So they made no, their own I, shit. I, I, didn't know, I didn't know any of that. I should look. I should fucking... This is just making. You know what this conversation has confirmed more huh. than anything is that I do need to read more, because there's 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 it's, there's a lot of shit. Out. There's movies though, Tom. You could just watch movies. <laughs> it's not it's not a hundred percent. Like when right. you watch those movies, you know it's not hundred percent. But they're the thing you get is the there. gist. You get the gist. No yeah, what. yeah. Blood in, blood out. You love that movie. Yeah, I should. I should. I'll, I'll, I'll check out. I, I I trust your recommendations. But like going back to you, you're twenty. You're getting back. Uh, yeah. you start I my wife in a scorpions concert. Yeah, you say. And we used and uh so I tell it like this, like when I'm on stage. Uh-huh. I went from gangbanging in jail, right, to drugs and fucking. Yeah. Cause you're now twenty. Right. Nineteen. I was nineteen. In Vegas. Uh-huh. Las Vegas in a city, yeah. city. Come on now. Come on. Right. And I met my wife and we was boyfriend, girlfriend for a while, you know, and uh uh, she got us pregnant. <laughs> she did. She'll tell you that. She locked my legs in at the right moment because she was afraid I was going, uh, we was breaking up. She'll tell you that. And she uh-huh. really wanted to have kids with me because the way I looked. Uh-huh. That's what she said. Uh-huh. And uh, years later. <laughs> and uh, But I knew that moment I could have like hurt her to get out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To get out. Right. But you're not going to do that. Yeah. So we had twins and we thought the twins, we were in Vegas and we thought the twins, we worked at Montgomery fucking wars. Well, mm-hmm. I worked at a, a, a bar restaurant. She worked at Montgomery wars and, uh, we thought she was gonna have one kid and then yeah. she got really big and it was twins. Uh-huh. She's a twin. And then, so we were still, we were still cool. We were like, cause we had, had a lot of friends that had kids by this time. Yeah. Sorry. You know, just, and, uh, so we, uh, we thought we were going to be like them, like, you know, you have kids and you raise them, but you still like drink and party and everything. Uh-huh. And they had cystic fibrosis. Oh, the twins did. Yeah. And that's yeah. a really, 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 really serious fatal disease. Yeah. But you fight it. Uh-huh. But that's not. So we had these kids and we stopped all party and everything. And uh, they gave, they, they was in the hospital for four to six months. I can't remember right now. And, uh, the day they come home, they, and, and they didn't know what was wrong with them because it was two pounds, ten ounces, two pounds, uh, two pounds, ten ounces, and two two pounds, twelve ounces. Uh-huh. And, um, uh huh. And that's really small. Tom. Yeah. That's like this big. There was this big. Yeah. And uh, they didn't know it was why they wasn't gaining weight, and they found out like the day before they came back, like four months of being in the hospital, and it was all they have cystic fibrosis. They like pulled us in a room. 
Right. It was the so, day they were supposed to come home. They say, uh, you need to come to this room right quick. Yeah. We was just going to pick them up because yeah. I was a preemie and she was a preemie. So we thought, you know, we was, was just preemie. So yeah, they preemies. Small, yeah. We was cool as a fan, bro. And they're yeah. like, um, yeah, we did this test and they have cystic fibrosis like 100%. And then they told us what that was. Yeah. And then, like, they told us, like, they're not going to live past 18. Not going to happen. And my wife was like, fuck you. Yeah. They t- 24 right now. My son's getting out of the hospital today. And, uh, yeah, that, like, focused my life. Like, yeah. I'm working them. And then uh, she started stripping. Uh-huh. Cause we needed a lot more money than a guy that worked at a fucking restaurant. Right, and she especially was, if your kids are sick, you, you yeah, know, that, that does add expenses. And uh, you know that changed our life forever too. Yeah, uh, we ended up moving out here because of medical. Uh huh. Because they needed, dude. They need help. They needed so much; it was insanity. Yeah. Um, it was pure insanity. It's, it's why I'll argue, you know. For what I argue for, because I live shit, and everyone be like, "Well, you should have a kid, dude." Well, when you fuck up and have your kid, I'm I'm not gonna say that to you. Yeah, you know, nobody, all these people that want to preach you, none of them have perfect lives. Right. They'll have one thing happen and be like, "Well, I worked myself out of that. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps." Well, what if you like me? You don't pull yourself out of your bootstraps, you know, hundred yeah. times. Right. I'm sick of bootstraps. The enemy is the bootstraps. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. But I'm going to keep fighting, you know what I'm saying? But I don't tolerate all this new wave Republican no. fucking fuck you mentality when there's there's so much to prove it not right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's, that, I mean, I, I 100% believe that healthcare should be available to everybody, you know. Um, oh, that's the least. Yeah, Dude, no, we are, absolutely. It's 2020. We made science fiction movies about a better life than we got right now. <laughs> This is not a great life. Do the people before us? I lived it, Tom. Yeah. Me and Margie, my first wife, both made minimum wage, which was four twenty-five an hour. Now I got tips. I got a guaranteed twenty every day. Yeah. Twenty dollar bill from my right. waitress. It's okay. We had a one bedroom apartment, a car, car insurance, food every day. Yeah. A little bit of weed here and there. Right. This is before the kids. Yeah. We could live. You could live, dude. Yeah. You were fine. You know, you were fine. It wasn't the greatest, you know. Had a TV. Right. Sometimes had cable, you yeah. know. I think we always had cable. Yeah. Yeah, you had cable money. Yeah. It wasn't this, dude, now. Now, they triple tax you on everything. This state is terrible. They triple tax you on everything. Uh-huh. You have to have the $400 registration for the car. You have to have the car, first of all, out here. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, there's no public then transportation. Then there's the insurance, and you're going to get pulled over three times a year. Yeah. The motherfucker. Eh. Uh, now, you got. we didn't have a cell phone bill. Right. A $20 telephone bill. Right. You know, It's a lot of mandatory things that we didn't have. Yeah. And they paid you more. It seems like they paid you more, even though it was so little. It was worth uh, our apartment was six hundred dollars. Yeah, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Now shit. Yeah. No, it's it's things okay. have definitely changed, but a lot of people so dope, man. Yeah. That I see. You yeah. Know, I talk to them. They'll let me. You know, I can get in. Right. A lot of people selling drugs right now, man. 
because your your job job's not doing it. Yeah. Unless you've been one of the lucky few that either your education or your or or you got you to where you want to be. Yeah. What they don't understand is not everyone finds their path, and they just want to be like fuck them. But they put in forty years of work, whether it be at this place, this place, this place, this place to have nothing. That's what the boat I'm in. You know, yeah. I've done construction for twenty years. I have nothing, bro. Yeah. I have nothing. And yeah, so. But you did, you did, I mean, you know, even if you have nothing, you are, I mean, you did, like, you ended up better than a lot of your peers. Um, same. Yeah. Same. We're all good. You know, yeah. we're all about at my level. That I, the sun better. My brother does real good. My brother Jojo. Yeah. My brother uh, Peanut, he worked for UPS for 20 years, and then, but he had a heart attack and heart transplant. Oh, so, shit. But he, he, they live good in Vegas. They got a house. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they ran it or whatever. Yeah, but I hear tell you you can't rent no house. This is not. I mean, yeah. you gotta have seven it's people. Not, it's not. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not happening unless you want to go to fucking the Badlands, right? And I don't live in California to live in the Badlands, right? There's, I live by the beach. Sure. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I think you want to build a wall. Build a wall, fucking on the ten freeway. That's where the wall should be. <laughs> fuck Riverside. Fuck Temecula. <laughs> fuck motherfucking Moreno Valley. And fucking all oh, Corona. Uh, Norco. <laughs> Nothing good has ever come from there. Yeah. Nothing good ever will come from there. <laughs> that's where the wall should be. Yeah, that's a pretty... That's a, I, I, I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I lived in Riverside for a little bit as a kid, too. I, I moved We all had to do it. Oh yeah, it's oh, that place so is bad. that place is horrible. That place made Vegas look like a paradise. It's a little piece of fucking. It's the denial there. Like, dude, you live in California. Yeah. Like, see, I work construction. They affect my life. That's why I want to build the wall. Yeah. I keep saying. I tell them at work. <laughs> because of them, Tom, I got to get up at three in the morning. Yeah. Because they want to start at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., like here, wherever. And they have to drive that 91. Right. Because they chose to have to have a house. I have to have a house. I'm a Christian. Yeah. You know, they're fucking. And I'm with them on some part. Like, I get it. I get it. But, dude, you spend four to five hours on the freeway every day. You have to get up at fucking 2 or 3 a.m. You know, I get to get up at 4 a.m. Yeah. Which is fucking terrible for what we do at night, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So I was on that fucking cocaine for a while. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't do it, dog. Yeah. I was just like, fuck. But I had, I had to get off. I'm too old. Yeah, yeah, I'm Burning yeah. my face up. Um, fucking, I have a war with these people. Because they're always like, what time you want to start tomorrow? I'm always like, eight. Because I live here in the city. Yeah. I'm going to have 45 minutes to an hour and a half of traffic to get home no matter what. Yeah. Why can't we start at 4 a.m.? Because that's not when humans fucking wake up, <laughs> Earl. You fucking fuck. And they lie. Tom, they lie. They lie so bad. This is why I get fired. Yeah. They fucking. They'll be like, so, so, so I'll break it down to them sometimes. We'll talk. We're friends. You know. Hey, Earl. Riverside Earl. Okay. I know you got a ranch. You know. I know you don't want to be here in gay country. We've had our talks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what time do you go to bed, Earl? Okay. Big family man. Big family man. To get up at 2.30, 3 o'clock a.m. to be a construction worker, which you got to bust your ass or they'll fire you. Yeah. You keep a job. You got to bust your ass. All right. 
Oh, me? Oh, 11.30. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. When I do this, I'm in bed. Like, when I don't have a comedy night and all that, if yeah. I'm coming, I got a nap coming at 3, from right. like 3 to 6, bro. Yeah. And then we go do Anchor Bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Motherfucking, yeah. uh, I get home. First of all, I'm completely spent. The older I get, the harder it is. But I'm in bed, sleep, 6.30 for the night, bro, because I got to get up again at 4, you know? Mm-hmm. 3.30 usually. Yeah. Until get to a 5 a.m., it's 3.30. To get to a 6, it's 4.30. Uh-huh. Cause you want to be there 15 minutes early. I got to smoke a bowl, get some coffee, gas, whatever. So fucking these guys are doing in the morning an hour and a half, but on the way home, like three hours. Okay. And I'll tell him, what time do you go to bed? Oh, 1130. Fuck you. 1130. No, you're not. Cause you're no, you're not. You're not getting four. I only need four hours sleep. They're lying. Yeah. These motherfuckers get home, eat dinner, beat, fuck their wife. All right. <laughs> And then fucking go to bed. But want to come to work and tell you what family men they are. Because on the weekend, they went to a t-ball game. Right. You ain't with your kids, Earl. (laughs) You're on the 91. Stop lying. Yeah. Stop living the lie. Right. Why don't you get a job in Corona? (laughs) Well, they don't. uh, They can't. Well, I want a wall, bro. I want a wall. Mexicans ain't taking my job, Earl. (laughs) You are. You're the one that makes me quit. <laughs> it's fucking true, Tom. Here's here's I, I I put money on it. I'm guessing Earl is an actual name of someone you know. No, actually. No. Okay. Probably I haven't met one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We should. We should. Uh. You know. Here's the thing, Rich. I'm gonna have to have you back on. That's what everybody said. Yeah, well, no, because I sidetrack a motherfucker. Well, you sidetrack, but also like you—you've told we were talking about time. I've lived five different lives, and you know, like they're all interesting. You, I don't think any of those lives were the boring one, from what it sounds like. You know, there's uh, always boring moments, bro. There's always boring moments, but uh, try being divorced, living in a hotel in fucking Anaheim. Yeah, trying to keep a job and get your boys to come to the hotel. Right. It's fucking miserable. Yeah. I've had a lot of miserable moments too, but life's like just a big long. Yeah. But right, how long is your podcast supposed to be? I mean, we, we, right now, right now we're about, I think we're about an hour, hour and a half. How long uh, is it usually? Uh, it usually ranges from like hour 20 to the longest one was two hours, but that, that's too, it was too long. Too it was, long. it was too long. I'm trying to keep right. them around an hour and a half is, is kind of the goal. I'll see y'all later. And we're about there. Well, no, I want to, I want to kind of close out asking like, cause we mostly talked about the gang stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, what you uh, want to talk about? Well, no, my, my, my question is as someone who was in a gang, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. if the you tribe. What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How did I leave the tribe? Yeah, well, no, how you and you touched upon that. Where is like? Never did. It's in my heart. Yeah, we still around. Like I said, that's why I like the title of your show because we. I always call it's from Nas says a lot lost tribe of the ghetto. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Yeah, you know, fam, their family. They're still your yeah. Man, there's whole gangs that were the biggest thing in the whole world. Everything they did, and now they're just completely gone, and life moves on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, is it is so? But they're still they're still around. You guys are still around. You guys still talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't Did, mess with one of our kids. You yeah, know? I've I've uh, uh, within the last two years, my brother's son 
had got shot in the face. And, oh, uh, fuck. I was driving to my brother's house in Pedro because yeah. I don't keep no weapons. He keep the weapons. Yeah. Because it's a good thing because you have time to drive all the way to Pedro and think about shit. Right. Most times you turn around. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, I was going to get the bitch, man. Fuck that. I'll be out there in a minute. And I told him I'll be out there. It's going to take me four and a half hours. I got to go to Pedro, get the bitch. Yeah. And I'll be out there. And whoever shot Sam in the face, we're going to find out first of all. And then yeah, we're going to go from there. And it is same, you know, don't let nothing happen. Yeah. Shit. My wife, my first wife. So I didn't tell her all of it. Right. I couldn't. I feel like there's too much to tell. I couldn't. Like, yeah. She wasn't exactly in a rap fan even, you know. Right. Well, you guys met at a Scorpions concert. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she knew JoJo and that's all she knew. Yeah. And JoJo's like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. Like that kind of black dude. Yeah. Because he's the closest thing you'll ever see to that. Without the Bel Air. Um, fucking one time from out here when she was stripping and we had all that money, we went to Vegas with all of our friends. Uh huh. And we went to a nightclub. And I, earlier in the day, had mentioned we were going to it to my, one of my uh, friends out there. And uh, so we're out there doing our party thing, right? And one of my friends comes up and gives me a hug from behind. And I'm like, oh, shit, you're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big-ass black dude, right? Yeah. And I turn, and there's a wall, Tom. It's one of my f- favorite moments of life. There's a wall of black dudes. Uh-huh. Like, because I hadn't been in Vegas in a long time, so everybody wanted to come see me party at the club, but we hadn't done that as adults. Yeah, yeah. It's 35 black dudes in that club, all just to come, you know, hang with the homie. Yeah. But turning and seeing that. And seeing your family like that. Like, I have pictures of them on Facebook. Yeah. We 30 deep, homie. Still, right now. Yeah. We 30 deep, you know, and we love each other. Right. You don't ever want to face 30 big black dudes if you're anybody. <laughs> really? I yeah. mean, do you? I don't know anyone yeah. who does. No. That's called testing the reins down in Africa. <laughs> well, dude, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to have you back on at some point. But, no uh, yeah, dude, you, you were. You were but we're going to do it. I want to do. No, fuck that. I'll do your shit. <laughs> but on the down low, and I don't care if them two motherfuckers is listening. <laughs> you're going to text me when y'all recording, and I'm just going to bum rush. <laughs> and I'm going to bring people with me. <laughs> just to extra scare Connor. <laughs> Keith going to be fine. Keith always get in where he fit in. But Beaker going to be all fucking. Mm. And I'm going to interview you guys because we got to get to the bottom of the mean house. This shit is glorious. I you, wanna... you really like this house. Huh? Oh, I love this house. Yeah. There's about 15 reasons why. Um, But the whole rent and the whole shit. There's yeah. an episode of Mean Boys right there. Yeah. How no, shit. You were how one on dude's that. got the master bedroom in the AC. <laughs> And one dude's made the pantry into a room. And and just this is what it's all about, though, Tom. This is yeah. the dudes they talk about. Yeah. You know, for all you know, man, I've seen pictures of the dudes in the 80s at the comedy store. And every, you see a picture of like 15 dudes. Yeah. And 20, all every one of them has something that right. for the rest of their life they lived off of. Right. And that's this place right here. I hope it's so. It's going to be a, a mecca of comedy. I hope so. Because the squalor. <laughs> the squalor breeds fucking genius. I hope so. I like hope I just so. want to know who out of the seven 
wash the dishes that are washed, like shit like that. We're supposed to wash our own fucking dishes. I I'm, know I'm, that I'm doesn't washing. happen. I've been a man. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm turning into a, a cleaning tyrant Who here. Who bought that Dawn dishwasher, and what was the fight about it? Like, we ain't got no fucking dish soap. You're a fucking pig. Fucking. I don't know who bought that. I, I blew up on everybody because someone left a couple dishes in the sink this morning. Did the neighborhood the look different bags. at you when Opie moved out? No. No. Because essays think... hate black dudes. Yeah. They just don't even. Yeah, no. it's uh... on, a, on on just a base. Yeah. They'll grow to like them all that, but on a base. They don't trust like, them. No, I don't know. Yeah. Who, yeah. Why is he here? No, the 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 neighborhoods the neighborhoods never fucked with us. Well, I like the compound; it's gated. Yeah, yeah. No, they fucked with other houses. They never fucked with us. And I I I, I tip my hat to the Diamond Street. Uh, you need to go to Sippy's. Sippy's down the street from here. Yeah. Sippy's gas station. Get that fried chicken, boy. Okay, hang on. I'm a I'm a. We're gonna and where can the yeah, people gotta, find you? Oh man, I don't do nothing. Nobody books me for shit but Evan. Yeah, but but like if you want you want Twitter followers or, or Instagram, yeah, right? real rich, real rich, Rich Holland, because uh, Facebook took my name, Rich Holland, and uh, yeah, follow him. We're, we're gonna have you back on because we got four more lives to get into. Yeah, <laughs> but really. dude, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you gonna text me on the download when it's a recording? I'm just gonna show up. I'll I'll, I'll get you on, man. We'll figure it out. Thank you again, man.